0: It's Chris, that's BJ, that's Penrose. is <laughs> all backed up, what's up? Hey, what's up guys? Hey, Hello. it's so nice to like, I was gonna say see y'all faces but I always see y'all faces when we record. This is just the first time you guys get to see our faces while we record. So while he does that, hey guys, what's going on? BJ, what's happening? <laughs>
1: I am drinking uh, wine and then remarking at the fact that since I am, as y'all know, I do one of my mom's online classes for her, so I'm I'm getting half yes. of a second bachelor's degree right now. Nice. <laughs> So uh, I'm taking her political science class. And so it's amazing how the stuff I'm reading about and how shitty the government is matches up with this documentary. I've just been I've spent the day writing papers about our government. And yeah, this uh, this documentary just made me even more angry as I banged on the keyboard and wrote those papers. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, Just, Just hate and rage filled papers. I'm sure her. Her teacher is going to turn me into the federal government, so <laughs> <laughs> mm, you might want to look at this and hit forward to her. Fucking FBI she either. needs to be on some type of terror watch list. Are you, are you, saying,
2: <laughs> are you saying that her teacher's hmm? gonna be like the white nurse Shirley? Bang!
1: Yeah, <laughs> wow, <laughs> I <laughs> like it. Inception are and sh- you shit. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you some cheap shit oh, is this a I thing? Are
0: we introducing <laughs> the things that we're drinking? Kind yeah, of like I'm podcast happy. happy hour? I'm Wait.
2: So I, gotta Some talk cheap- about I gotta talk about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. First off, are you drinking wine out of a plastic cup, though?
1: Do you want to know the truth about it, or are you going to lie? <laughs> oh, no, this is a plastic-ass wine glass, because I'm a classy-ass bitch. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> and the, and the gag is nobody point? knew until so he tried to bust you out,
0: though, like...
1: No, yeah, I mean, I have real wine shirt. glasses, but it's just easier to not worry about spilling it in my drunken stupor. But I'm also mm-hmm. drinking like some trash right now. It's Barefoot Fruit Scotto. And and the nigger in me was like, yeah, let's try that shit out. So yeah. Because I like fruit and I like <laughs> Scotto. Yeah, I like fruit and Moscato. So I was like, also $5. Let's try it out. I also have Obviously. Al- what is this apple. I also have strawberry and I believe peach in the refrigerator. So there's that. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks for that wine drinking All under (laughs) twenty dollars. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, I'm drinking like grown-up Arbor Mist. This is yeah. This is what I'm I'm at right now. Grown-up Boones Farm. (laughs) (laughs) Boones Farm. (laughs) Oh God. I went from two fifty to five fifty. Yeah, I'm really, really drunk. Listen, true story.
2: I got fucked up on Boones Farm on prom night. Let you know how much of a lightweight I was in high (laughs) school.
3: Boone's
0: farm. So at I least tell me farm. you had it. You had a bottle. How many to did yourself? you have? Like five? Because oh, yeah. that's what it no, no, takes. No. This was, this was it definitely you have to be <laughs> double fisted. Like, like this. did you, how many did you <laughs> have, have? Boon's Farm? This was like. Do you have a favorite Boon's Farm? Because mine's Blue white Um, <laughs> melon ball used to pop. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? <laughs> I don't
2: remember none of the flavors, nigga. I used to just get fucked up. <laughs> that part what up watermelon? i can't I can't. Hey, okay. I can't. Boy, boy, wait a, boy, a second boom corn flavors hold on because i remember when niggas used to still. for one i don't know about everybody else area but in detroit we still got a drive uh, uh a drive-in movies right so me and this chick back in the day used to get the blue uh, sort of the um the everfresh like blue hawaiian juice and go get yes. some motherfucking uh, uh Mad Dog Twenty Twenty Blue Hawaiian <laughs> mix that shit and get some like Blue Boons Farm, nigga. Listen, I've had the classies of classy, but I've
0: also had. Mm. My nigga. So you made a, a Mad Dog Forty Forty? Is that is... pretty much? yes Okay.
2: I, I definitely makes Bone Farm's mad. Yo, when I was okay the, one time, I woke up in the field because the night before I mixed Tennessee and Cisco. She was horrible. <laughs>
1: I just don't <laughs> baby. Do you not care about your life? Is this something you need to
0: talk to us some, about? It's like first oh. it was meth and then it was meth with fentanyl.
1: Like <laughs> what is
0: happening? Like <laughs>
1: who is this man? Just constantly <laughs> making <it> stronger, <laughs> more so, potent, more potent, I like. don't will explain this.
0: Oh,
2: God. But no, this is um this is a peanut butter that's, and jelly sandwich.
0: That's screwball.
2: Screwball and um and apple whiskey.
0: I just can't I hear it and I can fuck with it because like apple gel I can I hear it. I just cannot bring myself to mix anything. I don't want to I don't want to touch that. Like peanut butter is just like such I can't peanut butter is just not a fucking like flavor I want as an adult in my life for real. Unless I'm high and it's three o'clock in the morning.
2: And I feel you. Don't get me wrong. This is not something so like the first time I had this. I had shots at the bar, at Bar Louie or whatever. And then, like, after that, it was not like... I was just literally in the liquor store, and I was like, let me get ready for the night. And I, uh, you know, I drink whiskey or I drink bourbon. So I saw the apple whiskey or whatever, and I was like, bet I'm gonna get this kind, because I've never had this particular kind of apple whiskey. And I saw the screwball, and I was like, yo, I like peanut butter. Because I usually do crown apple. I'm not going to front. I tried Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey, apple tonight. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I, I won't do it again, but it's not that bad. So I it with, yeah, with it's with
1: like, it's screwball. not good. It's not bad. Like, just, I wouldn't go back just describes that like a one-night stand. Like. <laughs> it's like pizza, right? Like, even if it's bad, it's... Okay. Like, right. Like, you yeah, might yeah. not ever go like, like, you might not ever go back to that place again, but you still go eat the pizza. Like. It's like, right. It's like right. that
2: girl house who don't have a microwave, so you gotta eat the pizza coat. It's like that. Who don't have a microwave? There's
1: a lot of rash bitches out here now. Oh, I don't wow. okay, moving on. She, Chris, wow. Chris, listen, so what, she, what are you drinking
0: over there? Drinking? I mean, I, I just I kinda I have more questions about that, but um, I feel like was she a grandma? I just, I don't, okay, anyway. Listen, um, if you're getting so,
2: down on an air mattress, you probably don't have a
0: microwave. Uh, these, so these are fair assumptions. I don't, I, sometimes I don't know what to say after the things you say. Like, so <laughs> I'm sorry, that was so bad.
3: <laughs> Might as well be on slit <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. Um, so this is just vodka, lime juice, um, some triple sec, and just like a V8 fruit punch. So it's just something big. very basic. Just all the things I had in my house. Like, I don't go out often. I try not to, so.
2: Remember when V8 tried to pull that bullshit on us? It was like, we ain't just tomato juice.
0: Go get this mango fruit punch, man. bitch. Nigga, this it is I mean, amazing. <laughs> and, I, and I got my daily vegetables. Like, what are you I saying? I mean, but it's like, good. Can you? I mean, not the v8 not the v8 fruit punch slander like wait no no slander no slander slander, all right hey what
1: is this the v8 fruit punch agenda like what's going on i don't i don't (laughs) understand Like, no no, no, no. what did they i love it What I'm all they ever did was try to get us to eat our fruits and vegetables come on now they they threw a
0: carrot on the back like that's legit like i
2: love v8 what i'm saying is like v8 did what kodak should have did or i mean what polaroid should have did when polaroid realized shit was going over the digital they tried to play big balls and they got pushed the fuck out the game, right? V8 was the vegetable nigga, and once they realized niggas did, just didn't want tomato juice every day, they was like, "Blue Hawaiian, bitch,
0: we in."
1: <laughs> I mean, you can Blue only Hawaiian have so have many. You can only have so many bloody marys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, wow, like Yo, at some point you gotta diversify. Stuff.
2: If this is your first time watching All doctor, Up, I need you to understand that this is part of every show. We will get to the documentary in a second, but. <laughs> This is how we do.
0: Uh, so we, we gotta warm thanks. up to it. <laughs> thanks for coming, guys. Um, I didn't tell quite tell Penrose when we were going live. So you if you guys listen to the show, he didn't get to say anything sneaky before we started. Now, listen,
2: so I, I tried, I tried to plan it. And you know what? This is how I know we family. Because I swear I was sitting here, I was like, I know she's gonna try to keep me from fucking it up. How can <laughs>
0: I okay, is, is, it, is it really a fuck
2: up or just like, like no? At this point, it's now just a planned thing. Before it's the right pin, up, it's
1: the Penrose agenda. Like it's not like it's not V eight. It's the Pinrose you know, agenda. Right, fuck, right. Fuck V eight. Let V8. me fucking. Everybody's all fuck up the
2: show and call it a
0: fuck
1: podcast. VJ. Let me say something rude and incriminating about her <laughs> every time. I don't know why he does be oh, like shit. this. All
0: right, so. Someone said it earlier. Shout out to Scoots. He said the documentary that we read that we that we read. Did we read do we read documentaries? The documentary you, fucking watched. I
1: did.
0: See? Okay. I'm gonna anyway. So um crazy. And crazy is like basically the is that is that the best word to use for like this thing that like basically like
1: plagued our fucking community? Like it's this is wild shit. Honestly, unbelievable. Crazy was, is the only word you can use because they didn't even bother to like hide with, you know, like normally they give it like some type of like name. That shit just popped up there on Netflix one day and said, crap. Right. Crack. Like, you know, it, you know what? you know how wild that is? That's like they had a documentary that was just called Prostitution. Bullshit. Or like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like it just is up and like,
0: there's was, no mistake
1: what they so, came here for. It. I, I appreciate the straightforwardness.
0: Me too. Like I mean, I think there was a semicolon, but I didn't really, I couldn't pay attention to it. I don't know what it really said. What to what? To it 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 said crack semicolon something, but I mean when you spell crack in like in crack, like how do I? I don't. I can't go past (laughs) that. Like I
2: didn't see anything past that. I saw crack. Listen, was at
1: forty two letters, forty two times in Roman. Yeah, we ain't getting past it. It's all right. (laughs) Not forty (laughs) two. It was
2: crack. I enjoyed the fact that and a lot of the documentaries we watch, especially drug documentaries, they, they tend to, to strictly stick on the destruction of the black community or this, that, and the third. And I, I don't get me wrong, they did touch on that. But as a matter of fact, I don't even think we had watched this documentary yet when we discussed. We remember we was in a group chat and we were joking about mm-hmm. something, about how something benefited from uh, Iran Contra. And I, forgot what I was, talking, was talking, about talking about how
1: I hated Reagan and he was in hell. <laughs> 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 That's it. You know what <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> He's still in hell, by the way. Still there. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. Still there. No, so, <laughs> no check out. Ollie North, who they did not talk about in this they documentary, is about- there with him. And I said, oh, no, Oliver North today. Okay, right. I see what y'all are doing. Okay.
2: So, Hey, listen, Ali People was like, nigga, I got a million. Just keep me the fuck about this. Listen, let, let us,
1: let us alone. <laughs> He's an hell too,
2: shit. by the way. Listen, so, are we, who's jumping in? You want me
1: to jump into
2: it? I can jump
1: into it. Go ahead. Well, I just want to say the things that I need to say, first of all, when this opened, and then I don't care what you do after that, because, listen, this bitch opened, and, okay, so I some of you that are listening or watching, maybe older, younger, whatever, I'm 35. I was born in 1986. So we are definitely like, I'm a Reagan era baby, but a lot of these like public service announcement, PSA type shit, it was happening long before I was ever born. We were kind of like the Nancy Reagan, just say no to drugs, dare, like dare era. So I definitely saw them like playing clips of these PSAs. And I was like, is that Pee Wee Hermit?
0: Hold on I said yes like used this boy when I that And heat that's heat what up. I knew What did he say he <laughs> was going to be real hectic Wait it was the crap like I got to what
1: was he saying like the way <laughs> he'll ruin he, your life nice. <laughs> Why you said it crack You want to know how the
2: government listen you want to know how you know the government is fucked up because how are they using Pee Wee Herman to tell you not to do drugs, and this Wait, no, he got his, dick out. Out. He he his dick out. He having his dick
1: out. He got caught, in, he got caught in place with his dick out. But also, like, anybody watching Pee Wee Herman should not be old enough to, to no, even be on track. Like, what is happening? Right. No, that's not true. <laughs> Pee Wee's Playhouse is like a six-year-old endeavor.
2: No. Tops. If you go back and watch <laughs> Pee Wee Herman Playhouse, that shit had to be the most adult-derived show
0: Ever, nigga. No. It actually I don't think it was,
2: nigga. That's
1: Maybe, but that's before. like, oh my god, can we have that's a secret wedding like a, wedding, word? Like a
2: <laughs> yes we can. It's
1: crack. <laughs> <laughs> first, first first motherfucker watching and type crack in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody that types crack, we're just gonna throw confetti from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Tam oh says there was everything when she was a kid, but she didn't listen. Girl, nobody didn't listen. listen. Nancy, <laughs> okay. Was a okay. I fly. have to say
0: something. <laughs> and a lot of people that have who know me have probably heard me on this spiel, and I'll I will this is the fucking soapbox I in the fucking heel I will die on. I also am their kid, okay. Um are. I have come to the conclusion that scruffing them was not talking about weed. They were talking about things that was going to make you steal out of your mom's purse or take your grandma's <laughs> TV to the pawn shop. Fuck yeah. Weed has never made me do any of that.
1: Listen. I'm uh-huh. able to like... Chicago, Illinois, 60652. To, nigga! <laughs> right on the street! Like. <laughs>
0: Listen, he just wasn't talking about... Yo. Oh, crap! Oh! You
2: <laughs> 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 Yo, was, Scruff, was Scruff anywhere else other than the Midwest? Did, did, no. did other regions have different dare motherfucking fight, man? like Right,
0: like fucking Percy the fucking fucking Percy. pill. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, like I said, I'm from the per- Midwest, we've lived Dale other Pelican places Pelican. and Scruff is Scruff everywhere. Right. No. We right. <laughs> Scruff, Scruff is deep
0: undercover <laughs> with that fucking
1: pop collar, like not playing no games.
2: Scruff there we had a pop collar in a bug bag. He...
1: We and then his, I remember getting, drug getting drug drug older drug and drug. just, like, now when I see him, all I can think about is, like, Deep Throat and how they were meeting in, like, the parking garages and, like, the coats and they- <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> now, now I feel like Scruff was dressed like the drug dealer. Like, am I sure? <laughs> <laughs> or, like, Scruff was, like, running around exposing himself to people in Central Park. Like...
2: <laughs> what? It, would, it wouldn't surprise me if I saw a VH1 where they now and found out that Scruff is pushing weight on the side. Like, nigga, I was just nigga.
1: Going
0: to me, nigga. I mean I was people in the, have I was an important right. People have gotten in trouble over the like the history of time for doing the same thing they supposed to be cracking down on. So well, we'll get there. Let us can we stop <laughs> with the we'll scruff before like, like this it. becomes a thing and they be like yes.
2: so woo. Thank you, thank you everybody for uh watching our first live. Thank you for being here. Thank you for rocking with all docked up. Shout out to Autumn getting awarded her first
3: uh from
0: scruff nigga. The, <laughs> litter <laughs> litter, D- litter
2: detective. Oh, she
3: told me about
0: that. Oh my god. Not the litter no. detective. But bitch, like what is a litter detective? Like like you detective and but you don't pick it up.
1: <laughs> no, she was telling on people in litter, girl. She was right. telling on other people that littered. Right,
2: snitching on
1: the right. litterers and shit. I can't stand that no. So litter, like- so litter snitch award.
0: Litter, <laughs> litter snitch. Okay, Chill. I'm kidding. All right, cool. I,
1: I, hope like- <laughs> were, I hope you I hope you No litter snitch, girl. I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Champion, no. it says, so. Okay. okay, so not a snitch. She said I collected. Oh she, oh, she collected the most litter that day. Oh, look at you. Oh. So she detected it and fucking
1: confiscated it. Yes. it. <laughs> right. yes.
0: Okay. So you got a participation award. Good job, my nigga.
2: Wow. Don't do my I friend. okay. We're not here for this.
0: We're not here for this.
1: You know I, you know I got to go in.
2: I love you. I love you, Arthur.
1: <laughs> all right. Tell us about crack. <laughs> yeah.
2: We watched
0: we watched well, First, crack. you take cocaine and then you're going well, 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 to want to be able to get there. Not that
2: far.
3: Oh, uh, not that far. Oh,
0: you uh, said tell me about Okay, sorry. Go. ahead. So
1: <laughs> about the documentary. We're going to get to that part. <laughs> I
2: I've, I've yet to uh I've yet to watch Snowfall, right? And so this is all going to tie into the show. I've yet to watch Snowfall, but by like knowing the Rick Ross story and everything. Oh, somebody else said a crack, confetti motherfuckers. Hi-ya! <laughs> 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 I, 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 I to the audio of this
0: is gonna be so confusing.
2: <laughs> I know, right? Snowfall is nothing more than the life of Rick Ross, right? Crack. That's what we watch.
1: I like Which again, Also, the, Rick Ross, Rick Ross is in this documentary. He yes, sits he with us throughout. And if he is listening or watching and he is single, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, Ricky. <laughs> hey.
0: You
2: still have a dare t shirt? Yo, I to buy a dare t-shirt right now. I
1: desperately no. would like one. Uh yes. eBay. I actually bought for, bought one, bought a dare t-shirt for someone as a gift a couple of years back. I got it from eBay.
0: First of all,
1: he does hella drugs. Down. That's why he wanted it.
2: Well, yeah, I would take a deer T, shirt but just for that reason too.
1: <laughs> I Didn't just wanted like... to rep my old set. So, <laughs> well, I guess I guess I'll I guess I'll be hunting down deer T shirts for our next live show. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, all right, man.
2: So to keep it to keep it a buck for all of you who did not watch this uh, podcast, he almost did it. For all of you who did not watch this documentary. Um, a lot of documentaries that we talk about we go from beginning to end uh to keep you from being I'm not gonna say bored but to keep you from being stuck in the typical focus on the black community at the beginning type documentary I'm gonna spare you that part and i'm gonna tell you what this is about and we're gonna dive into it so again we watch crack crack at the at its basis right yeah anyway <laughs> it was it was a a show of what happened to the black community when crack cocaine uh became what it was because cocaine was, you know, a rich man's drug and then crack became affordable cocaine. But if you are black, if you are from the midwest, I know for sure, I can't speak for everywhere else because I did not live there, but I can only imagine what uh what type of impact co- the crack uh ep- epidemic had on your area. But crack was the birth of a legal struggle in the government that turned illegal and somebody had to bear the burden for it. For all of you that's too young to know what the fuck Iran Contra is, that's really what the birth of crack was. Um and that's what this documentary of like at its base
1: eventually is. gets into. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
2: um so we open up showing Ronald Reagan getting elected in 1980. One of the things that totally gripped me is the part where he said, let's make America. America great again. again. What, what gripped me about that was he was not as blatant and disrespectful openly as Donald Trump was. But if we take and look at Donald Trump's whole rhetoric and put it next to Reagan's, it's pretty much the same motherfucking thing. The same. Well, I
1: mean, button. yeah, it, it, yeah. And I think it, that is what the appeal of Trump is, right? Because I've never met someone who disliked one of them and then really liked the other. Like, I think it is one of those things where (laughs) if you love Reagan, you you also love Trump. And for them, it is like Reagan incarnate for that group. Like, it certainly is, oh, this is the second coming of Reagan. And for some reason, that really resonates with them. And I'm not... Racism... (laughs) Right, <laughs> they're just Damn. really committed One to doing racism. One thing I want to point out <laughs> as a verb, <laughs> yeah, like they, like because at this point, right? But because at this point, it's not even passive. Like they aren't doing it right. because they don't know any better. Like that, this is Girl. active participation. They are was, doing racism. Up. They are doing a racism. They, are. They're doing, like, they're doing, a, they're doing racism. a racism. Like they right. wake up and they are like, you know what? I'd like to do a racism, I and then they go do it. Like they are, it. they're choosing that. Yeah. Right, <clears throat> and Reagan Take chose it, and then he just started spouting at Reagan to a bunch of other white people, and they were like, "You know what? He's rich. He's a movie star. He seems like he's got it all together. Let's go with what he says. Let's all do racism."
2: Right. I mean, <laughs> when it when it is it, is quite crazy that I think, and we talked about this just in, in our text group before that this was the second time that we that we had a TV uh, figurehead become the president, and the first would have been Ronald Reagan. And it's like when you're attracted to somebody for a whole totally different reason outside of their political, their political. It's easy
0: to ignore and gloss uh, 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 over all of the actual shit that they're thinking about and talking about and spewing.
2: Exactly. One of the things Reagan said in that speech was that he was going to uh, pretty much put money into the black community, right? He didn't lie. Reaganomics destroyed us. Ronald Reagan was elected in 1980. 82 through 84, the influx of cocaine uh, began to flood America. Um,
1: Increased by about 50%. So about by half.
2: Right. Yeah, Yeah. coke Coke had already been been coming through, but again, it was a rich man's drug. For for crack to become what it was, Um, and I'll fast forward a little bit, and just because you look at how the media literally affects a lot of things, Richard Pryor setting himself on fire literally brought attention to crack cocaine. It it gave the not necessarily the birth but the fact that a lot of people weren't necessarily full on tilt about people free Well they pass, didn't. BAH. Right,
1: I don't think they yeah, knew what they were doing and I think you're right. you're absolutely right. Like it's So from an economic standpoint, I guess we'll kind of small caveat, but from an economic standpoint, like we said, the influx of Coke rising by 50% means basically it's the same as like comparatively like DVD players, right? When DVD players came out, they were super expensive. Now you can buy a DVD player from Family Dollar for like 15 bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. So, right. It's one of those things where supply and demand. So mm-hmm. Coke was mm-hmm. still looked at as like a recreational drug that only rich people did. Right. That 80s glamour, that, you know, Studio 54, like, you know, the decadence, the scar faces, all of this was what people associated with Coke. But because mm-hmm. then Coke became easily accessible to everybody because there was so much of it. Then people started finding other ways to use this new amount of Coke that is available to them. So that's when you get the the Richard Pryor thing, which is interesting when you think about it because Richard Pryor, you know, certainly I wouldn't say famous, right? But not probably kind of on the up upward swing of his trajectory. Yeah, at point, absolutely on the upward swing of his trajectory, kind of. So it's just like to hear and then the way they describe it, right? Because I. We weren't quite old enough to have kind of had like a real understanding of what happened, but he was literally right. high as a fucking kite wandering around L.A. in his neighborhood with the entire top half of his body burned the way you would be burned if you like put lighter fluid on your barbecue and threw a match on it and got too close. Right. Like, he was seriously burned by ether and just wandering around high in days in L.A. Like that is insane with you. Think about it. Like, it's funny now because it so was okay. But, but I mean, it, it was only funny when he made
0: the fucking joke about it. Right. Like,
2: but- yeah. when that nigga let that match and was like, I heard y'all was making jokes about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry it shouldn't be funny. But it's it's fucking serious. Serious. Oh, like, I mean, that's yeah. not what killed him, so we can
1: laugh. Like <laughs> <laughs> I it's only funny because he survived. It would not be funny if he had right. survived. But right. woo, but then it, it, but it's interesting, right? Because they're the way they're describing freebasing, and it's just like it made me laugh because slight coffee, like another slight caveat. I was at work and I made a joke about free basing coffee to stay awake. One of my coworkers, because they're kids and I forget that they're kids, was like, what's free basic? Oh. And then I was like, and the, my manager was like, i got a huge. And I just was like, sweetheart, I, I, you probably should Google, but I'm not going to have this conversation with you in the middle of a bunch of bases and rugs and home goods. Right. Um, it's like when
0: you <laughs> take some foil. And I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: He, like, listen, I just didn't feel comfortable. And he was like, "Is it about drugs? It's okay because all my classmates do drugs." So then he was like, genuinely curious about what freebasing was. Like it, it, turned into a whole thing where they were talking about how all their classmates do like coke and shit. So then I didn't feel bad when I explained to him what freebasing was. So then I just right because you what? might
0: have now identified two of his friends that freebase. Like
1: listen, because I think he might have already had an idea, and they maybe are calling it something else. Like I really think he yes. might have known and just didn't know he knew. Like and right. I was deeply concerned He's because like, all oh, of them that's are like, puppy.
0: you know.
1: They're like seventeen, so it was all very, very concerning. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it, we're here now.
0: Not my children. Move on. Yeah, Pryor,
1: <laughs> yeah. we learned about free basic at the expense of Richard Pryor, uh, white American kid. Right. Anyway, niggas ain't learned yeah. nothing new. They just kind of like that's right. That was, for... that was
2: exactly. Richard Pryor free basic <laughs> was the equivalent to to uh, Cedric the Entertainer making a joke about. No, not, I'm sorry, not Cedric, but Dave Chappelle making a joke about all ski, 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 ski. Once these white people find out what the fuck we're talking about, oh god, damn. Right. You know right. what I mean? And that, and that's really what it was. Crack cocaine became a thing that affected all areas, but yet and still, because I don't want this conversation to nec- necessarily go into the destruction of, of the black community. But since it has to be touched on, let's keep again in in context that we are talking about Iran Contra crack cocaine became something that ravaged the community because in the history of America, we were the throwaways. And so if you are, what's so crazy about it all is, and I, I promise I'll bring this back. you know, I get full circle with shit. The reason America, won't vote for somebody like Bernie Sanders because he speaks socialism is because way back when Ronald Reagan made you afraid of anything that did not start with the word democracy. Capitalism and democracy is the only thing that the American people know. So even before Iran contra became an illegal thing, legally, we literally were fighting a small ass country that had absolutely nothing to fucking do with anybody in the fact that they wanted to be um, uh, communists.
1: Yeah, so in that that part of democracy and Reagan's whole policy of trickle-down economics, like the 1980s, for those of you who were not born then, was like a big boom. Like anybody will tell you if they were alive during the 80s, there was money to be had and some people were making it hand over fist. That was was kind of the rise of, that was certainly the rise of capitalism and consumerism in America. It certainly reached new heights. People were becoming millionaires where there had not been nearly that many people in America that were millionaires. The 80s was a very, very different time. And so Reagan platformed certainly about this idea of economic prosperity for everybody. And that's not what happened because in short terms, he was using something called trickle, trickle down economics. And basically what that means is that the people at the top have money and then that money trickles down to everybody else at the bottom. Well, if
0: it gets that far.
1: But what we know about rich people (laughs) is that they tend to hoard their wealth. Right. They give away some of it, but they get tax breaks. They don't pay any taxes on any of it. And so it's not getting down to any of these people on the bottom. It never gets there. So he's preaching this economic prosperity that really most of America never saw. And in the meantime, while he was doing that and funding Iran Contra, he also cut half a million people from welfare programs, fuck a million shit. people from food stamp programs and 2.6 million children from lunch programs.
2: From lunch programs. But what fucked me up about that whole thing? They don't mention it in this uh documentary, but during the Reagan during, during Reagan's administration and now now knowing more about Iran-Contra, just about Reagan being a fuck shit all my life <laughs> learning about it.
0: Such an accurate.
2: Right. right. He's a douche
1: nozzle, man
0: absolutely
2: <laughs> reagan literally invited jeff fort to the white house for all of you all who don't know who jeff fort is jeff fort is the leader of the black Peace stones jeff fort originated the black p-stones one of the largest gangs in the whole motherfucking world i know us goes niggas blood and cripp it up and no disrespect to y'all because you niggas one of the biggest and two of the biggest dopest forces in the world but where are we from folks vice lords, p-stones black kings they they rule our economy um, in that sense, and Jeff Ford created the Black Peace Songs. Now, Jeff Ford sat down with Ronald Reagan and a lot of a lot of money at one point in time got funneled to Chicago in the sense of building science centers and all of this other shit. And and supposedly somebody fucked the money up, and that's why Reagan and them went in and was like, Oh no, now you know you're bad for the community or whatever. But it all goes back the church's money. That a lot of right, a lot of times the black leaders who we look up to in a sense, because if you're from where, if you're from neighborhoods like where we from, you understand the difference between the nigga that's selling dope because he had no other choice and the nigga that's selling dope because he really don't give a fuck about your community. So when you when you realize that people like Larry Hoover and Jeff Ford and, and King David and things like that were doing things from a standpoint of an organizational standpoint and not necessarily trying to result into to the violence that we actually grew into, you see what Reaganomics and this whole thing in the sense of, again, trying to fund Iran contra illegally. And then when the government turned against it and now you have to fund it illegally. And the way you do it is by allowing cocaine into the community. And you know for a fact, I don't care what anybody does. I mean, if you get addicted to too much sugar to fuck your body up so or to fuck your mind up. So where are you going to allow the influx? And if we think about this, the influx of drugs in the black community that, that was allowed so we could fund this whole motherfucking illegal war came less than 10 years, maybe 20 years after it became a unwritten law, even though it was legal law, that black people couldn't move into suburban areas when they decided to separate su- the suburbs from the motherfucking regular inner-city neighborhoods. So now that we got this crack coming in and you flood in the neighborhoods, you now have segregation in the sense of not letting black people be able to move to different communities. And it's like anything, excuse me, if I can illegally funnel, if I can funnel my money off and nobody's paying attention to where the fuck it's going, and and unfortunately not love being black, but that's exactly what happened to us. Nobody gave a fuck that that money was coming to the hood and fucking us up. Or that the drugs was coming to the hood and fucking us up. So...
1: Uh, so I guess now's a good time to interject about Iran-Contra. So <laughs> since we're here and we were on the subject, we'll go ahead and get that out of the way for those of you who aren't familiar, because I think that like most people, U.S. history books gloss over it because, you know, that would kind of paint Reagan in a, in a, a poor light. Right. Sure. So you you kind of learn about it, but they don't really give you what happened. So what the really easiest.
0: Hey. Yeah. So if all they will put is... that in the history books, then however, would people go on Twitter and say that? They, they love, love Reagan
2: because you know the only part about Iran-Contra that's in history books is the legal part. When it was mm-hmm. legal, oh, yeah. oh, that's the part that's in
3: the history.
0: Basically, oh, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> to but all the steps to get Raiden. to that
0: part, <laughs> was dirty so, and grimy as fuck.
1: <laughs> so let's kind of. So here's the thing. So in the 80s, the Central America was in a, a whole bunch of destabilization, right? Poor countries, a lot of government overhaul. America, for those of you who don't know and like to believe that we, you know, do the upright and righteous thing around here, which is not the fucking case, by the way. Since uh, never since never sis minds never, her business. Since, since the beginning of time, this bitch has never minded a scrap of business that belonged to her. Period. Well, not one. But, not one business. so in so in the spirit, <laughs> not of one. Minding Nothing, so yeah, no, no incorporations in the spirit of finding everybody this bitch, else. This
2: bitch don't even have a brother named Sam. She invented that nigga and told that nigga
1: she he was, not oh,
0: even
1: no. real. <laughs> not even a real Sam person, is her. her. Sam, Sam is her. Sam is just some, Sam us. is a catfish, a catfish they created to send black people to their deaths in unnecessary wars. But that's another documentary that we'll have to find. <sighs> uh, <laughs> but uh, so. Central America was going through a bit of destabilization. Uh, What that means for America is they don't like it when, because, you know, how can I put this? In the 80s and the 90s, America had a serious hard-on for, like, stamping out communism and Marxism. Like, they had a hard-on for it. Like, they loved that shit. They wanted to marry it. Like, that was their thing. Like, they all wanted to like be in love with it like they, they loved, loved it a long like time. You. Yeah, they loved it a long time. Like they want like if there was somebody if they like whispered communism into the wind like there was somebody there 3 seconds later like punching them in the side of the head. It was very serious. Every
2: like time you couldn't meet up a communist they listened to 2 Live Crew on the love. Think, yeah,
1: think
0: about it was think about wild all communist. the movies. Think about all the movies yes, around like, this time. All of the villains were fucking people who were, were in areas in like, of
1: like communism. Yeah, it was like yeah. everybody was like it was America was so afraid that everybody was going to come and spread communism to America when at this point America was like the superpower. In the 80s like there was nobody touching our shit. Like nobody was going to come over know. here and spread communism, but that was the lie they kept telling everybody, right? So there's like four countries in, in, in Central America, so El Salvador, Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala. The four of them were kind of going through like a very bloody civil. Spanish
0: war. accent, you better get them strong roll,
1: bitch. All right, a very What's bloody war. <laughs> and in 1979, a guerrilla group called the Sandinistas overthrew <sighs> the Nicaraguan government, and that is what all of this is about. And this is the part that is going that made me irrationally angry because when you think about it. Like, as a reporter says later in this, there was never any threat from these people who overthrew a dictator, which, by the way, America, who's a messy bitch who never minds her business, went over there and put this dictator in place. They were like, oh, you want to just run their shit over there and they can't have elections or anything? Yeah, we have elections and shit over here, but we don't want them to have that. So we're going to put you in over there. And that's what they did. And the people was like, "Fuck that! We read the history books. Did y'all do some shit in 1776 and freed y'all selves? We don't do that shit." And they did. Whose
0: man's is this? Like,
1: like they right. was like, "Hey, so y'all don't want us the guy we, to have what you have? We gonna have it anyway. Fuck y'all." And this nigga you put in here. And so they got to shooting shit up. And voila. <laughs> so they it's freed so themselves right. from the bondage of the oppressor. And
2: this. So is, uh, this, Reagan this decided. So, so, I'm out Go Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I was gonna say, and then that's when Reagan decided that that just couldn't be. Those people could not right. be communist or Marxist or whatever the fuck they wanted to over there. Some small, broke, poor ass country in fucking right. Central America posed a threat to go- to the goddamn United States in the 80s, really. Right. That's- These people got $3 collectively in the whole fucking country, but they pose a threat, threat to America. To America. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: Absolutely. So they couldn't
1: be Marxist. And that is, w- and that is when Iran Contra really got its way.
2: Exactly. For for all of you who pay attention enough to the last, like, 20 to 30 years um, during the whole Afghanistan thing and Iran and Iraq and when we weren't supposed to be over there and all of that shit, all of y'all will remember the time when we was pulling the fuck out of the Middle East and we really couldn't find a (laughs) reason to go back, and all of a sudden they found an Iran spy in New York. That moment in time is just about the equivalent to... Rick Ross, the, the real Rick Ross, because at this time when I when ran Contra was going on and now it's finally illegal, the, the way that the black community even gets tied into this is because a Nicaraguan guy came over to America. I don't know how the fuck he chose Rick Ross and met this dude, but the whole thought process <laughs> was if I can get cocaine to be funneled into this country, the greatest country on the fucking earth, the, the land of the free, the home of the brave, These people are not going to want this in their community. So if I can get it to flood their community, their government is going to go and stop where this is coming from. And little did this nigga know that our government was already in bed with your government. Yeah.
1: So Congress was like, you know, that part where you want to just fund some people to go over there and shoot them up for no reason. We're not with it. So basically, as you know, from your, you know, government classes or social studies whatever the fuck y'all these children take um <laughs> I, it, I don't know like these children these, some of these children scare me they're very stupid so i don't know what it is they I, i'm not sure um <laughs> so whatever i, I feel like Rainbow, they're learning about like, like rocks, Barbie, Barbie, are they I, 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 youtube youtube youtube, like, YouTube. okay
3: YouTube.
0: That barney video when they have the the barney video when he's doing hit em up from tupac i think I think mean, that's I think that's as far back as they go historically. Yeah, I think, I think Baby Barney Bop video. was in that one.
1: Yeah, Baby Bop was in that The Barney video she like, where like twerked a little. The Barney you know, video
0: was, where he was reciting "Hit 'Em Up" by Tupac. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, you, you know, the early Yeah,
1: there was a flute solo and Baby Bop twerked in front of the camera. You don't. Remember? She really did. And then BJ <laughs> was the dude who was like, "Get out the
0: way, yo! Get out the way, yo!" No, remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll we're find there, it.
1: Don't worry. I'll send his, it to he you. Was <laughs> he was like, yo, I'm too happy this shit. <laughs> we're kidding. i never happy. people are joking. That would be dope the dopest-ass episode of Barney
0: started. ever, though. Like, it was I when he was like, that's why I fucked your bitch. Get money. Like, that's how, I like, the video starts. It's amazing.
1: And, yeah, but anyway, I mean, I point, point I, I bring it up
0: too, to say, I think that's as far back historically that books go now for kids, so. Yeah. Oh my uh, god, y'all don't remember somebody, it either. I'm gonna i am gonna post it. Just hold on a second guys.
1: So Congress doesn't support this war with the Sandinistas to oust the Marxist government that is not bothering anybody. But the you know, America and Reagan that you won't mind their mother fucking business. They will not mind the business that pays them. So then they got some other business that will pay them to then pay some rebels to go shoot up some shit. So, now, Reagan decides, you know what we'll do? Let's sell pistols to Iran. Let's sell later use to fuck up some shit for us to then send some more black people over there to be crash dummies and test pilots while they shoot them in the fucking desert with the same missiles and rockets.
2: Now we, that sold, we to- sold them
1: in the 80s. Yeah. You know, but don't fun, nobody know where them shits fun, came from. They they got them illegally, but they got them illegally, but nobody's saying the the part, you know, they're leaving the they're whispering the part about they illegally got them from America. But right. um yeah. so they get 30 million dollars from this shit, and then they just start paying um the Contras, which is the guerrilla warfare group, uh right. 30 million dollars in guns and supplies that they've gotten illegally from selling missiles and shit. And uh they load it up on the planes right on over to Nicaragua and the Nicaraguans <sighs> being, being the uh, business people that they are uh, when the guns and shit come off the plane they load the plane with coke and send it right on back to America and right that's how right the coke on. got here ladies and gentlemen if you ever thought the coke did not just show up it. on its own there was not a goddamn coke boogeyman that dropped it on your doorstep you are 100% correct and you get a cookie that shit mm-hmm. got here on American ass planes paid for by your tax dollars exactly
2: Listen, and that's that's the thing that gets me is that my I remember my dad told me a long time ago, I was a kid, I was probably like 10, 11 years old. He said, everything that you see on TV, it's fake, but it's real. And I'm like, what do you mean? He says, the government, he says the media puts things on TV because what's going on in in the in the like the shit that you're not supposed to know, that's how they tell you that it's coming. Like, for instance, the first stealth bomber really flew in 1960 eight i think was 62 but the first time we heard about it was the fucking gulf war how is it so stealthy mm-hmm. that shit's all over the fucking news right it's because they had already been done with that old ass technology my point is, in saying all of that is what the government only was, lets
1: you know things that they think are harmless for you to know if they think that it is an issue of national security or something that the general public would be unfavorable about or shouldn't know then they wait until it's declassified and then you can find about it through the american patriot act
0: Exactly.
1: Yep. You exactly. too can. You Listen. too can send in a form and learn all you want to know. And then when you get the paper, some of it'll be blacked out because they'll be redacted, and they'll say that that's still a matter what? of national security, which it probably is not. But That'll, they did some illegal shit, shit and they don't want so you to legal. know about it.
2: We can't expose everybody. We can't tell. We can't tell on all of our great, great white men that ran this motherfucking country.
1: Listen. So uh John Indeed. Kerry made an appearance here. I, I, thought, he I thought that did. was interesting. Yes, Hold it on. really <laughs> did. Hold on, wait, 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 wait.
2: Before we get to John Kerry. I have to bring up the fact that they used in, because I'm pretty sure the John Kerry thing, actually no, maybe John Kerry was before the whole Nancy Reagan just say no thing. Maybe I can wait.
1: Mm, well, after, but let's, let's get to Nancy. Let, let's okay, get so let's, to Nancy's flop ass. Let's Nancy, go ahead and get to Nancy's flop. Bullshit. ass. Let me jump. When over people this. ask me like, what the fuck? Like, when does that happen? Bitch.
2: My thing about Nancy is that.
1: I just say no. For one, she said children asked her what to do when they are off no. for drugs. No but motherfucking kids no, asked you that, no Nancy. No goddamn kids ask your skeletal, scary-looking-faced ass that.
2: Nobody. And this is nobody my asked about, you that, white lady. This is my thing <laughs> about the about the motherfucking media. You took the motherfucking the Lakers you took pee wee herman you took Clint Eastwood we did the fucking this is oh, what the drug and
3: it's
2: like you took you took the media and of and like this this is also just they say spent no,
1: millions pain. of dollars on an anti-drug campaign to tell children to not say no. And children weren't the fucking problem. But
2: look like
1: children also, doing drugs was never the problem here.
2: <laughs> this was also when they brought up. What the
1: shouldn't
0: vaccines. the campaign really have been stop shipping it in instead but of I just mean,
1: saying no?
2: You 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 can't you can't say stop shipping it in when you're the one doing it. You yeah, you didn't people like-
1: then people would know you were shipping it so
2: Exactly. Where everything Do you ever
1: doing, wonder, like, this is the, uh, so just...
2: You turned the black community against the black community, honestly.
1: Do y'all ever wonder, like, how culpable Nancy Reagan is in that? Like, she was on fucking TV in them frail-ass little house-on-the-prairie-ass collar dresses yelling about just say no, and I'm like, is she sleeping next to this nigga? And, like, he telling her, yeah, girl, we just flew three million dollars worth of missiles over to Iran. Uh, it's gonna re-up on the coast. Like... You know what I'm saying? Like, is she laying there in her bed, writing down, and trying to make out the deer slug about this nigga on the phone, like across the bed, <laughs> about like how they're shipping more drugs? Like, I'm just trying to understand, like, like, what is the?
2: Listen, Nancy she, she's
1: <laughs> like, well, I guess since it's coming, guys should just Let's tell them to say no. Let's wrap it up. I no. think we should have a rally and have more children come say no. Because listen, yes. <laughs>
2: Casino is an over-exaggerated version of Ronald Reagan and Nancy Reagan's life. <laughs> <laughs> i not casino.
1: I feel like we should just film a short where you explain your theory. There, I feel like they're the the yeah. casino to the casino to crack pipeline theory, and I need to hear all about it. Wait, this can be a thing, right? Like. <laughs> I need to hear that short. Like that needs to be a whole other video, and I need to I need access to it immediately. Like Gen- absolutely,
2: Ginger and Robert De Niro. I can't remember his name, but yeah, fucking yeah. That that's all in the thing. Anyhow,
1: I was um, just curious. I just wonder how culpable she is in that. Like, <laughs> now, bitch had to hear I, something. I don't know why she yelled no. <laughs> of
0: course she's because she's like, well, what else can I tell these niggas? But just say no. It's already over here. It's coming. I can't stop it. The thing, like,
2: <laughs> the thing with it is that I continue. I continue to feel like that once it once it got so far out of hand again. It's like and I, and again I'll tie all of this in. It's like I remember somebody said to me. What if LeBron was a test tube baby, and he really was the 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 result of them trying to make a super soldier again? Since PCP didn't work, and hypothetically, ooh MK really Ultra, a
1: nice
0: tie-in. I know this was like my my jaw kind of dropped.
1: All the government conspiracies in one I'm, place. I love it. <laughs> so ooh, my head. <laughs> I got I'm, the goosebumps.
2: So uh, somebody, if somebody was like, yo, if LeBron was a test tube baby and he was, the, he was the result of a super soldier, again, because we don't know who his dad is and we know his mom had a questionable life, if he was the result of a drug that the government introduced and it did not work, it's very easy to say, yo, this nigga from the hood, of course he was he was bound to fuck up. But when it works, it's, oh, look at this story-ass nigga who didn't have a motherfucking chance and now he's the motherfucking greatest nigga ever. Because... <laughs> Oh, of this God. drug that we that you know what i mean and so i brought all of that up to say if yeah. that was, if, if, hypothetically if that was the truth it's the same thing that they did with crack cocaine they the crack baby the 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 description of the black mother everything that was associated with crack became black and everything mm. that was associated with crack was negative think about it cocaine still Cocaine is nothing. Crack is nothing more than cocaine with water and fucking baking soda. That's it. That is in a little as, bit of fire to it. As, a gentleman, as the
1: gentleman, as a gentleman with the dreads who smokes heroin pointed out, um, that's he smokes heroin. I I, I don't know. I if you guys know. Knew that. There's but some we, outside we information.
0: The,
1: we had watched the, the, the
0: podcast, and then yes, yes, I'll send you the fucking article. Like yes, so right. Like he did a panel.
1: A, he did a panel after the after we had agreed to watch this, and maybe like a week or two, maybe a week ago, if that. He did yeah, a panel, yeah, and yeah, he said yeah. that basically he was a recreational heroin user, like he uses heroin and just goes about his life. He doesn't have like any. what can the- I say it's true?
0: Like, and and he like he's writing a book, or he wrote a book, like where he's basically explaining, like, because he's like super for like legalizing all drugs and letting people go on their journeys, like. But like what was I Fuck! Oh fuck, I'm high. Um uh, You oh, know
2: what though? But then again, I can't really speak against that. I I would never do I that. I mean,
1: I don't give a fuck that he does heroin. That's not my goddamn business. Oh, no, I'm no, like, no. okay, I, what I was gonna say Michael Mara does mind my, my he's own
0: motherfucking business. business. And niggas don't like he's a it. fucking neurologist though. He's yeah, a neuroscientist. Would like, 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 yeah. Or like wouldn't he a neurosci- like wouldn't he be the one that could take fucking heroin and be okay with like in fucking like, nigga's like, fine, like like you know what I'm saying? Like he like he's he Terrence knows McKenna about a. all of the shit that's happening up there. Like, wouldn't he know
1: how to fucking well, I also know I also know functional crack user, so the, the heroin didn't actually surprise me that goddamn much, but that's a story for another day. McKenna, a Shroom's a neuroscientist doctor. probably though. I think that's the part that like
0: I mean but it's I a wow,
1: I- but like he I guess still right. you he don't it make like any choices. Place- like his points, like, his points not less valid. And that was really the point. That motherfucker do all the heroin, and his points not less valid. He still don't know what the fuck he talking about. Yeah. Crack with some fucked up shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's um, right. what was I gonna what? say? Something. No, what was no, we no. talking about? Nancy Reagan flop ass. Okay. You know, yeah.
2: so listen, before around the Nancy Reagan, I do. We, we we have to address this. We have to address it for cultural reasons, for com- for comical reasons, and just because. Is it like, Alan? Huh? Alan? No, we'll get there. Calvin.
0: Oh, I do oh talk fuck about Calvin. The Calvin, commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin got a job. I so, yeah. I'm, I'm so
2: much to say. Oh, listen. listen I do, I, I wholeheartedly believe that that Calvin commercial, the way that the dude, hold on, let me get this dude, Samson Styles, the way he was describing it in a sense yeah. of like, yes. fuck Calvin. Best you know name ever,
0: by money. the way. Huh? Best it's name, name. Like, if, okay. like if like if like exactly. if like if he could have like did something else with that like after being a crack dealer, like corn. if he was a only porn star, like that's not fucking like Sam Samson Styles, name. Listen, it's amazing name.
2: Listen, only other nigga named with the last name Styles that was that dope was furious. And we all love boys the Men. Anyhow,
1: I mean, yeah. boys in the hood, not boys in the, boys boys in the, the
2: hood. hood. Boys in the hood. Only different situation, not the same. Right, not, not at all. Girl, I knew about it. I just didn't care. And that nigga was lying, but that pussy was Nigga. Good. Anyhow. So, <laughs> the nigga, Samson Styles, was, I think, got way to fuck off base. Now, you got me talking about boys in the men and shit. Um, <laughs> Calvin. Oh, yeah, Calvin. That nigga was pretty yeah. much, If you if you look at how... Cocaine did not affect the black community the way that crack did. And when crack came about, you have mothers and fathers in those in those times that are now losing their minds, right? The the drug is taking over. So you have mm-hmm. children that now become adults in their own time. And the like crack literally destroyed a community while building a a way for economic wealth to be built. And I think when you're already on the inside of the bullshit, when your community is already fucked up and now all of a sudden something else is fucking it up worse, you're able to see the difference between what's good and what's bad. What's bad and what's really fucked up. While the rest of the world just looks at you as a horrible person. The dope dealer was not really a nigga that was out to fuck his community up. I don't think
1: that was the case. Right. I think a lot of it is a product of environment, but it's an environment that the government created. Right. Like that's what I'm
2: saying. By their
1: by their calculations, the 80 should have been a time of prosperity for everyone. That was the promise. But when it didn't happen and now we have all this available drug to sell and create our own commerce here. For the community that you don't care about and you've cut all these programs from and made all these people jobless and homeless and moneyless and whatever the fuck else, of course they started selling drugs. So then right. they demonize these people as if they've done something horrible and unthinkable when in reality you funneled this into a place of hopelessness, hopelessness, and this is the only hope these people have of getting out. Mm-hmm. And then you want to make McDonald's videos where people are making 330 fucking five.
2: Right. And that's what I'm saying. I feel like, in essence of... A lot of people don't... A lot of people wholeheartedly don't like to believe that the government plays a big hand in a lot of the shit or that a lot of shit is orchestrated. But this is one of the biggest things. And, again, we I, we keep bringing up Iran-Casha because, really, this is not about drugs affecting the black community. It is. But it's about how, again, Ronald Reagan's... Ronald Reagan wanted to prove that his mess was the biggest in the fucking world. So this nigga, like...
1: He turned a this, blind this is, eye, and that's the part. If they right, weren't so hard up happens. to squash it, a fucking communist government, go- communist cell in Nicaragua, Nicaragua of all fucking places all that fucking had places. no benefit or threat to these people, they were that's so it, willing. Know
2: that it was about the dope. That's how you know. That like, it if you're so dope.
1: willing to turn a blind eye to these people. Like, like, Sam, like, Mr. Samson Style said, you can't get a Cuban cigar into crazy. America, but it's millions and millions of dollars of cokes coming in by planes, trains, automobiles, helicopters, ski doos, yachts. They fucking sending it over on submarines. Not they sending a, it by fucking a carrier ski-do. pigeon, and you ain't found none of it. Like, what you? That means you don't want to. Well,
3: if a motherfucker is sending
1: like, coke. Oh. If a now. motherfucker's sending coke through the air on pigeons and you ain't managed to catch a pigeon, can't see none of the pigeons, don't know where none of the pigeons is, the boats pulling up on the ramps at the marina, they offloading the shit, calling fucking UPS, can, I need some packages picked up, can you come to the dock and meet me? Everybody just, whatever. <laughs> And you telling me you don't? We don't know where it came from, we don't know anything about it. Oh my god, it's so much crack. Where did where? Why is there so much crack? Oh, the black <laughs> community, is oh my god, where's all <laughs> oh, this crack coming from? It's coming from you, bitch. you know, where this crack is coming from, and you just don't give a fuck. like you it's more have, important like crack for you to shoot some poor, <laughs> fucking, it's more important for you to shoot some brown people in fucking Central America than it is for you to pay attention to the fact that this crack being flown over on goddamn drones and goddamn CRV kids toys right in the back of somebody's talking truck.
2: It
3: continued,
2: it continued to be a thing though. Like the amount of money that the government was making from the seller crack cocaine and the, and the way that they were able to continue to make it a war on drugs continued to be a thing from Reagan all the way through Clinton. You know what I'm saying? You had yeah. you had Reagan, then you had Bush take over for Reagan and introduce. By right? Bush introduced the, introduced the war on drugs. There was no war on drugs until Bush. That's when that whole thing came about. And then Clinton
1: comes about, and, told, and he decides he want to prove his nuts are bigger than everybody's. Exactly. And all it was was a pissing a pissing Ooh, match. Above. It was right a, it reverse. was a white it was a white man pissing match. It's really what it was. Who can be the because toughest remember, on crime?
2: Yeah, remember this nigga literally wholeheartedly dogged the shit out of anything George Bush stood for, except the fucking crime bill. And when that nigga took the sh- the three-strike law, <laughs> you're right, all the they are
1: bitches. <laughs> yeah,
2: when that when, look from the 86 bill to the 88 from the 86 bill that hit traffickers to the 88 mm-hmm. bill that hit anybody that had position, let me, possession. I mean possession. To the '94 crime bill, where it was pretty much like, "Look, my nigga, this shit—you literally, if your third time possessing any type of crack cocaine, literally could have had you on the same block with murderers, rapists, fucking pedophiles, because you're not and you're not even trafficking. You've never killed for this. You've never shot a nigga. For, you ain't robbed a nigga. You ain't." You You just had some like you
1: could be used recreational use. It could be your first time ever even having some and you going to jail. So I want to take this opportunity to have a discussion with you about the ways in which cocaine and crack are policed. A very short one. Uh so the documentary does a very good job of pointing this out. So a gram is roughly about the size of a sugar packet. Equal, uh sweet and low, whatever, like the kinds that you get when you go to a restaurant or a diner and they have them in a little in a little cup. Yeah, yeah I hop, and they have them in a little container. Yeah, A little sugar container. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway. That's a gram. So let's imagine that is a gram of crack. Uh so one gram of crack, whatever. Five grams of crack will get you five to 40 years under the mandatory minimum sentencing laws that America has currently. Uh, In order to get the same sentence for doing coke, you would have to have 500 grams of cocaine, which to me sounds a lot like you are dealing cocaine. (laughs) That's what I was about to (laughs) (laughs) say. To, in order to have 500, coca- 500 grams of Coke just readily available to you, you are selling cocaine. So basically right. what they're saying is, is that I will get people that have crack, even if they are only using recreational and have enough for just one person to use the same amount of time in jail as somebody who has Coke on standby that they have clearly smuggled into this country or purchased from somebody right. with right. the intent to sell and distribute.
0: Right. Right. And that's go right. and
1: it's five to forty years right. for both of those things.
0: This is a person that's trying to go out for one time at night and go back to the house and chill. <laughs> like that <laughs> they just trying a person- to have a cute
1: little party. <laughs> they just <laughs> trying to have a cute little good time for that little twenty minute high and now you done scooped them up and now they gotta spend five years minimum in jail. Like a nigga that has that much cocaine
0: that but like, is, like oh my god this is how
2: you, this is how you continue to turn a blind eye to what's really going on because if i can take a if i can take a, a people of economic wealth and make them look at, at, at a whole different community and that community is already complaining about being in despair now mind you the cocaine uh problem the jobless problem none of that is the reason why black people originally began to say hey look shit needs to change but if this is the biggest thing that i can put in your face and now i'm also telling you that these people want change and now made you look at a community of people and say they don't really want change they're bitching for no reason they're doing this to themselves the media has made you believe that we wanted crack then. The media has made you believe that because... Who wants crack? It, <laughs> right, we love it. Because children, don't get me wrong, you got these 16 and 17-year-old kids that's making more than their fathers now. But it was not because they they wholeheartedly was on some... Then Obama changed that with the fit. What fit sentence? Obama co- closed Guantanamo Bay. Don't get me started on Obama. Shout out to a black man becoming president, but I'm trying to figure out what the fuck he ever did for niggas. It's a whole other
1: conversation. I think there may be something correct there. I think some of the minimum, minimum sentencing laws did change, but I do not think that all of it got wiped from the books, but I think he is correct. Some parts of it did get minimized.
2: I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, ain't gonna, I mean, shit. I'm not, I'm not the nigga that's going to ever sit here and say I'm well-versed in what you know, a bunch of laws and shit like that. So I didn't know that.
1: So that's what's Um, so let's fast forward a bit, I guess. Um so the change in policing we see. Uh so to back up a bit, we kind of contrast this. We talked about Richard Pryor a little bit earlier, but then we have this discussion or a small bit of discussion about the death of Lynn Bias.
3: Right. Um
1: so for those of you who don't know who Lynn Bias is, he was a basically a like a, a black kid. Basically who,
0: the only was, person that was, I could give Michael Jordan a fucking
1: win for his money. The was, only person. Played for the University of Maryland, was like a top star there. Um Dreamed uh, of playing for the Boston Celtics. Athlete had his dream come true and got drafted. First pick overall by the Boston Celtics. Uh Went back to his dorm to party, which weird that he went back to his dorm. But I guess that's the thing they did back then. I don't know uh i I don't know anybody's ever been i've never been to a draft party so maybe that's what they do right i don't know so he goes back uh, i don't know look look look, my rich people
2: (laughs) uh, cocaine is in every party you've been at shit well yeah i know but
1: we aren't talking about that right now we're not talking about like (laughs) germs (laughs) yeah but uh so he goes back to i guess celebrate within his dorm and then we get some uh audio from the nine one one call and that shit was hard to listen to. That was a lot, and it was just very quiet and somber because they could tell he was gone. Like you could tell from the, the audio that they knew, like there was they knew he was dead. Um, right. So what the what the media eventually portrays is that um, he has died of basically a heart attack uh, that is induced mm-hmm. by drug use.
2: Right, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. This is, and then. This is, oh my bad. Go
1: ahead. No, I was gonna say, and then you kind of see all these news articles and news outlets and all this media attention about how oh my god uh this coke and this crack this crack use is getting out of hand these good upstanding members of the black community are dying and it's just wiping everybody out and these black men would otherwise have bright futures and i think it's interesting right because when it's just people that are in poverty that are using crack then it's fuck it they brought them on the on the cells there's nothing we can do to help but then right. when it starts to be promising people who have their whole lives ahead of them or white people or whatever then it's oh my god it's a plague it's a it's a virus an and you see the language an epidemic yeah. you see the language see them around what's around happening ad- with the opioid happening now. right
0: now with the orp- the opioid shit right now
1: yeah, like you see a certain change in language in the way that they view people that are users, and I think it's unfortunate that I mean, because we do have a, I think an interview with the lady who says that she went to her doctor, like she was going through some serious issues in her life. Yeah, she went to her uh, physician and told him that Johnson. I, yeah, she went to her to her physician and explained to her physician that she was using drugs and she was hoping to get help. She was hoping that somebody would help her, and that man turned her turned her over to the police.
2: And this was this was the first time. This was the first time that we saw a woman get convicted for dealing drugs to a child Mm -hmm. in the umbilical cord. Mm
0: -hmm. This was Mm -hmm. a real
2: thing, y'all. This lady got arrested for dealing like she like she's a a drug dealer. Within sixty seconds after birth because the umbilical cord was still still attached and she had been doing drugs, she had been doing crack while she was pregnant. This entire this entire thing, anytime you can keep an an eye pointed on somebody and it's like, oh, we don't like them anyway, whatever they do is always looked at as bad. We can continue to construe or misconstrue and say that this person is fucked up.
1: Wow right and it, we can wow, change wow, the laws and the way that our dollars. government works to penalize these people. Right, like right. it doesn't matter what the law is. We can put new laws on the books to fi- to further penalize these people.
2: Exactly, right. and this makes this makes the world or or America, I would say, turn the blind eye to the fact that these people. It's just like it's just like the lady said, y'all. Like she got put on that bus and took to a place that she didn't know where she was going when she got convicted, and she was like, it made me think of my ancestors. Like, what really has changed? That's really what this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to say... Well, yeah, we can get into it. Shit. It's really turned... It's modern-day slavery. It's modern-day slavery. I turned the blind eye to to where this is coming in. I purposely put it in this area. And then when I put it in this area, I tell the people in that area, if you have it, I'm going to put you away for life. Right. But in the the areas where this drug and it's pure form is too expensive... It's, it's a thing of let those people do their thing. They ain't robbing nobody. They're not this, that, and the third. And so when this lady goes and she knows that she needs help, and you turn her over to the police, and furthermore, in that same part, we get to Shirley Brown. And Shirley Brown, uh, was it, she's a she was a white nurse who was talking to pregnant mothers this kids. fucking and, bitch and, and taking their statements about drug use and drug habits
0: and this that and the third and lie casually <laughs> casually and casually right. so basically yeah. just being like hey like you can tell me like and like and, and when she's at when people are it's asking okay. like, we well, why are you out. asking me these questions right why are you asking me these questions like who are you giving this information to nothing no one i'm just this is just for my information and then right. like she was calling the police on these people either before they even had their baby so they end up having their fucking kids in jail and taken away, or the moment or they have those fucking kids. Having. Or getting locked up while lock they're up. having it. So being, being fucking chained to the fucking bed while they're giving birth.
1: It was fucking, un- fucking believable fucker. I didn't even know that that was even a thing that you fucker. could do. Which I don't think under current laws you can, but I don't, think, but, um, I don't think
0: that was the thing you could do. Um when I and, and, and was I, giving birth to my son, I heard a lady screaming down the hall in the hospital. And when I asked the nurse, whenever she eventually came into my room, I asked what happened. She looked me in my fucking eye and told me that that lady tested positive for methamphetamine and they took the, her fucking kid. So and this, my, and my yeah. son
1: is my son's twelve, so my son's my son's twelve, so. That was just so Which, obvious. I mean, I, and I don't know why I said that because we watched the one wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia and they definitely took that lady's baby. Like, Dude, they I just took thought about baby. them.
0: They definitely. I just took thought about the
1: fucking whites. Fucking. Um, so they shot a police officer. I guess we should just go ahead and get into that. Edward yeah. Byrne? They shot the shit out, yeah. out of him. Now, and listen, now, point. I don't condone violence towards people. Well, I do. But, for the purpose of the I mean, right. This. <laughs> right. Like this. this was kind of this was kind of off the kilter. This was got kind of no reason Let me not for lie. this, really. Yeah, the way they frame it is that basically he was just sitting in the car and he got popped, which is very possible. Who the fuck knows? That barber knew Barbara didn't know. Fuck Shirley. Fuck Shirley all day, fuck, day. Listen. It's always fuck Shirley. Fuck that bitch. I hope she's somewhere in hell. I hope so she like got to next to Reagan. Like, bitch, I mm-hmm. hope you I hope you there next to Reagan. Good luck. (laughs)
2: Um,
1: I hope one of them black girls' grandma is beating her ass. I hope she is stomping her (laughs) I hope face. I hope they ascend her to heaven every goddamn morning so somebody can stomp her ass back down to (laughs) hell. Fuck Fuck you, bitch. Fuck. Fuck you. Like, like fuck you for and real. And then,
0: <laughs> like she go to
1: work like, hmm.
0: How many babies how can, can I, I get taken away? I,
1: how can I commit trauma against black people today? You right today. Of shit. The,
2: the crazy part too, bitch, is you only did it because you wasn't blonde. Like you was one of the bitches back in the eighties that was like getting teased for being a brunette and called ugly you fat, bitch. And you decided to motherfucking do black women like. Well, let's that not.
1: You. Let's not fat shame. That's okay. It's okay to you be know, fat. I'm
2: not fat. But what. It's okay to be fat.
1: It's not okay to be ugly. It's not okay to have that fucking face and that fucked up ass haircut, Shirley. Your haircut was fucking ugly, Shirley. Your haircut was bullshit, and that's why you were mad because bad bitches was coming in there having babies and doing a little crack on the side, (laughs) and now you mad because your haircut fucked up, bitch. Maybe. Bad bitches was doing (laughs)
0: walkthroughs. And you
1: mad because their hair looked better than yours, and now you got to call the goddamn police like, Shirley is the new. That's man, Shirley is the old Karen. The
3: table, like,
1: right, Shirley is Shirley the OG is the Karen. Old Karen. That's the OG Karen. Fuck you, Shirley. You but they shot anyway. Oh they God. shot that. They shot that little white man.
0: Um, they he was just in his car, him. and they just really just shot the shit out of him. And it was that was, it was wild, very unfortunate, and, and it didn't really play well in the fucking. Listen, <laughs> like they
1: could. They what probably is? like listen. The police was getting paid off, and they probably should let that alone because we have an interview throughout with uh deb anthony's brother I'll I'll like
3: i yeah up
1: again. so yeah deb anthony's brother is in this and he's talking about how they were foreign he had to wear his sister's jeans and whatever whatever but um so if you know deb anthony is waka waka's mother and she also right. is kind of one of those people that really kind of put hip-hop rap on the map like she got it out the mud for mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's another mm-hmm. documentary that we probably will have to add to the list Is actually mm-hmm. a decent one, um So her brother is in this and he's having a conversation. He was like, he was selling drugs. The cops pulled up on him and he really had like fucking a hundred bottles of crack. He definitely had enough crack on him to be in prison for like, like under the prison. Like he had enough to be under the prison for the rest of his fucking life. They threw that bag back at him and told him to go tell his boss that they did him a favor. So they got the cops on payroll. So then when they shot this cop, they was out of line. That's, that's the proof yeah. of Whoever shot that man was out of pocket because he was sitting in the car, yeah. minding his own motherfucking business, and they probably should have left him the fuck alone. Because yeah, what transpired after that changed that the way that the, the police, the police black and bang. Changed the landscape of policing, and it still continues today. That is, is where nice. you get your stop and frisk. from. Still- this is where you, you get your militarization of police. They poured $12 billion 20. into militarizing the police force after they shot this white man in that police car. Yep.
0: That's why little towns have like
1: tanks, $20. like things like that. These That's are the things, this is how it started. And armor piercing bullets and shit. Like that is why. Like they spent $12 billion militarizing why. these police forces because one white man got shot. So I just want to know, whichever one of you niggas shot him, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Like you're a murderer, and you should be ashamed for that. But also because you really just kind of fucked up the church's money. Like what they probably they was they was out of pocket, but they wasn't as, and They were not militarized. They didn't have what tapes. <laughs> you? Right, what right, happened, right.
2: You find out that, that 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 nobody black shot him, and the, and the government shot this nigga and just quarter Wild him.
1: times. Listen, and I believe that. <laughs> fuck twelve, what
2: up? Fuck twelve, real shit. Fuck
1: twelve, absolutely. The plug's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, like the my preacher's my wife, God. there's no angels, there's demons. Right, there's no angels. There's <laughs> no, no angels, just demons. Just, uh, just white men with kilos. Yeah, just white <laughs> men with 12. White men with, <laughs> <laughs> with planes full of cocaine and $12 billion to spend on, on tanks and millions. Very great weapons. And Hawaiian shirts, because they travel so <laughs> oh <my> much. <laughs> Tommy Bahama shirts.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, yes.
1: And AK-47s, yes. oh my God. Um, oh my God. They also spent millions on the expansion of prisons, right? The prison industrial complex is real. And we got this um, off the back of crack, man. Uh, in 1985, there were 16,600 people incarcerated. 10 years later, by 1995, that number. Fluctuated to 1, uh, 134,000 people. That is a seven hundred and seven percent increase over. And 10 this years. and this
0: number that this number that we're talking about, we're not talking about white people.
1: We oh, talk about niggers. Right. Yeah. The and then right the crazy part knows. of this is, is that two thirds of crack users were white. And between the time that they started the war on drugs and started this anti drug legislation, zero. White people who did crack or coke uh, were arrested. arrested. De- ever. Ro- none. Ro- none of them. A zero. Two-thirds of them are the ones doing crack. And none of them went to prison.
0: Were, were arrested or penalized or anything. But, but somehow... A- Things are increasing seven hundred percent as far as nigga for people
1: getting arrested for things like this. Because they put they increase the police presence. And I will say this because I see this and I don't I'm not Look, I, I read. I don't get my information from Twitter. But I will say this. <laughs> it is interesting when you hear people or older Black people talk about the war on drugs and that mm-hmm. time, especially if they were in it, right? Like if they mm-hmm. were living mm-hmm. there. So they weren't right. selling drugs, but they just lived in a place where drugs were being sold. The violence was ramped up. It was getting out of hand. Everyone's getting mm-hmm. shot. There are children being shot in the street. You know, there's a PTSD that is certainly associated with that. And Very so when you hear... And so when you hear them talk about it and you hear it in relation to the anti-crime bills, a lot of it, which I, I can't remember what his name was, but the guy that was a, a senator or a congressman at some point, And we sit with him, Charlie something. I can't remember. But he uh-huh. was saying he was like in hindsight, he says it sounded like a good idea at the time. And what we right. find out is that they pushed through this anti-drug legislation in four years and four weeks. Four weeks, weeks.
3: Yeah.
1: when it usually yeah. takes months and years for any type of bills to get passed and so they right. push through right. this legislation that they haven't researched that they haven't really done any type of thought about and they push it on people because people were begging them to do something and I think that is the part that gets lost in this because even though it is a issue that is designed by the government certainly like they this is 100% their fault right People right. were begging them to do anything because who else do you beg to do anything? When right. everyone right. you know is being shot, you can't sit on your own stoop. When children can't ride their bikes outside because they're, you're afraid your kid is going to get shot in the street. Like when that right. when the preacher said that nine-year-old told his mom, don't dress me like that in a suit and tie when I die, because I want my when friends I to die. recognize me. Yeah. What do you say to that? And right. so, it's again, like it, this is not a documentary about the plight of the black community, but it is certainly an a, a argument to be had about the ways in which we are beholden to a government that is not necessarily beholden to us. Because right. at that point, people take the streets. You know, you you. what else do you do? You don't you don't have you're not selling crack. So you don't have millions of dollars coming into your disposal, expo- you know, at your disposal. So what else you do you do? Walk in the sh- street. You pur- protest, you write your congressman, you do the things that they tell you you're supposed to do to get help, and then the help never comes. Yeah. And then when the help does come, it's so far in the yeah. opposite direction of what you wanted that it still cripples your community.
3: Yeah, this like, shit, they, this, just, there's just there's a hopelessness a in that. Is it is design. all a design, but that's it's, but the, yeah, it's a and that's the thing, though. Fail you fail. hear
1: people and that's the thing. You hear older people argue, and they're like, "No, those people deserve to go to jail." And even though you see what the results of that over policing and over militarizing of the of the police forces and these sweeps and the stop and frisk, we see what the results of that are now. But like that gentleman said. In hindsight, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a great idea. But at the time when you're in the thick of it, when people are begging you to do something, when kids are dying, when it looks very, very hopeless, then it seems okay to ask the government to step in and just say, fuck it, lock all these people up. Yeah, real shit.
2: But I mean, that's, and but I think that was the most intricate part between the 84 and 80. Well, yeah, 84 and 86 bill is because again, I'm sorry, 86 and 88, I think it was. But anyway, it went from being about traffickers. To anybody who possessed crack, and, so and instead of
1: these people getting help, because the traffickers were just selling, most of them weren't doing drugs. Exactly. So then it became, yeah, it became about instead of penalizing these people that are putting the drugs in the community, it became about penalizing people that were just users that were caught up in whatever their day to day problems were and were trying to find an escape. Which now we try to get those people help but still even now people joke about people being crackheads crack is still not acceptable like it's still not acceptable for you to use crack like
0: let's be real Yo, speaking um, of crack not being acceptable and I know that I just sent y'all that private chat message but um and I'm getting off topic a little bit well not really cause anyway um guys that fucking song Your mama's on crack rock. We what did like, did we really like think about like if we knew these motherfuckers, we knew like a bop almost. Like,
2: like, listen, why? My homegirl heard that and she was like, What is that song? And I was like, Are you for real?
1: Oh no, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I had never heard that. No, I never heard that. I never heard that in my fucking life. It was, and I was like, and I was sitting there looking like, What the fuck? is going on here? It was a bop, what? and I'm
0: ashamed of what it. The like a box, a bop, the box No, I said
2: no, it was on the box. Oh, okay. You okay. said Oh, the, oh, box. Oh, the box. box was. The box.
0: He says box. Nah, was that Yeah, you wasn't you that remember like remember a, the, the box? It was the it was the call in where you called yeah, in that number and it like charged you like three dollars or some shit to like watch a video.
1: We had cable, so I just listened to the music channel. Nigga, I we did too.
0: What are you doing? <laughs> like, I didn't.
1: <laughs> but you also My- like, but also keep in mind where I lived. Like, okay. okay, like radio stations. Like you're talking about something that like you would have had to like have radio access, and like all they saw was like yeah, like we had like a country station. Like we had like a country station, like a station that played like kind of pop. Like we didn't. No, this shit was on TV. So it's like you. Call yeah, like, like
0: okay, but like, yeah, and you would just up. call in. And it was like, a was a three or four digit number. And like, like every like video years. had a number. And, and like you would just call years in years to years like hear it?
3: Yeah, no, like no they, one would
0: play the video, the music video. Really? That's yeah. yeah. And you would pay for this. I'm a, well, your, your parents, parents your, or and your parents, mama would. And your parents would oh, you like, like so be so in trouble. You got in so much trouble. But what I would
1: do. Is okay. I, I would, was like, I broke my neck for it.
3: So
1: I don't play with demons. No shit crazy. Right. So I'm out of DC I, and knew my mom was nuts. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> so I oh, no. I
0: would I would be on the phone with oh, my be friends
1: crazy crazy. My mom then I would suggest a the no. uh-uh. And then I would
0: suggest her to, like suggest a video for her to play. And then like and then she would do it on the three-way. And so I yeah. was like, yes, because like I couldn't. My grandmother would fucking. That's yeah.
2: wild.
3: Yeah. Like,
0: shout
1: out to the bots. That's That's <laughs>
0: Clarence
2: actually...
1: Yo, that that, that, is, a, that is a juke joint <laughs> anthem, baby. Because if I go box, to the juke that joint, at, my stepdad version. owns a, a like a hole in the wall club, baby. That is in the jukebox on regular rotation, baby. You can't tell the Clarence Carter anything in 2021. It's so <laughs> random
0: because I was just talking about that song, uh and I didn't even know it had a video. Like
2: yeah. the box is where I saw Biggie's warning video for the first time. Where they killed the niggas at the end because then they oh. stopped showing that version. Like, I imagine so.
0: I remember when R. Kelly's uh <laughs> fucking yeah. download came I imagine out. they did. And they and R. Kelly's camp ordered it like oh, every
1: yeah, hour. A <laughs> yes. Fuck that her, was a yeah. theatrical presentation. Basically,
0: um, also fuck R. Kelly's very hard. Yeah. That's okay.
3: Anyway,
1: let's it. What were we talking mom. about? Yeah, so the, 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 the sorry, video, like, guys. yeah, sorry. I, yeah, sorry, I had never, like, that was new. Like, I had never seen that. Y'all forgive me. Like, <laughs> maybe that's, maybe that's just small town living it or whatever. Mom, you God, don't necessarily God. get the exposure that you get to other things, but yeah, I never, yeah. Heard that. uh, it's <laughs> a fucking crazy. It's a, well,
0: also
2: that, that, that I think my that's, that ain't that, and also my like,
1: my, yeah, I think my parents were just kind of like, "Girl, but, you like... my mom a band." I did hear that part. Miss Mom with her berets, and I was like, "Yeah, Jordy, that's why I get on their ass." Like I didn't listen. listen. I just was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Why they got the kids singing about?" Like, it was a lot. Like why is Like, like bullying like, in a fucking bully circle? In a circle. Like, like, oh my god, like, why are y'all? And, like I can not call cyberbullying. Like why are you video like music video bullying this girl? Like leave her alone. I it's she did
0: have like all 100 of the fucking barrettes on her on her head. I think they were jealous of her I think they were jealous
1: <laughs> because they were just very rude to her. Like, it's okay. But you know, <laughs> but kids don't, you know, kids get crazy about the mama. Like they talk bad about yeah. The yeah. them getting
3: like fucked. So yeah. she, her, mom mean, might been a,
1: her mama could have been a senator and they still would have been like your mama's. Your mama, 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 mama. smoke crack,
0: rock. <laughs> and no, she don't. snort cocaine.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> can you imagine Chelsea Clinton the day after the Clinton scandal came out? Like, bitch,
0: your mama can't even suck
2: <laughs> it, How you how right? You tease because your mama can't give a blow job. That's right. Like, look,
0: That's... now I'm called cool, Chelsea. Like... <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: right. Um. Shit, All right, what sorry. was that gonna say? Oh, so I wanted to circle back because we were talking about people's mamas being up cracking these children. So this whole crack baby situation. Um so children can be very rough. Do y'all remember children calling other children crack babies when y'all was at school? Because I remember that being a mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just do de- yeah, let's just go ahead and debunk that because the media made it sound like these children were gonna be like eating people's faces off like they were on bath salts or some shit. Um yeah. They just grew up to make poor decisions. (laughs) Like, there there was nothing wrong with these kids. Like, there was nothing wrong with these kids. They had no evidence that there was any long-term effects. Like, basically, Ira Chasnoff, a Chicago pediatrician, like, bitch, you from my hometown, but fuck you. Like, bitch, fuck Ira. Like, Ira, you dumb bitch. You stupid, dummy-ass bitch. Like, he studied 23 people. He, he, 23 children. And they publish you in the New England Journal Science of like journals.
2: I mean the dude who classified the Science of the the Medicine Journal,
1: the New England one, the good one, where the motherfuckers didn't really know what they talking about being there. He tested twenty three goddamn infants and was like, "Yeah, some of them they seem to cry a lot (laughs) because they don't like you (laughs) because you're a fucking demon, Ira, and they don't have any goddamn sage. That's all it is, Ira." Real your true. goddamn demon Person. babies cry when they're in the face of evil. Goddamn, babies can't have discerning taste. <laughs> 23 23 kids, and that's a survey that you post in a in a nationally, internationally acclaimed medical journal.
3: But 23
1: goes, but look, look, look. kids, boy, that is show. white. That is some white mediocrity for your ass.
2: It goes <laughs> to show that again, and even in the sense of this wasn't what trickle down economics meant, but in the sense that the trickle down effect. Everything that was birthed from Reagan turned purposely turning a blind eye continued to play. Anytime anybody wanted to say, "Yo, let's do this," because this this is a detriment to the black community. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and finish this a lot. Blacks could do whatever the fuck they wanted to. Fuck Reagan. Fuck Reagan. Fuck Reagan. Fuck Bush. This is Bingo. That's like half-ass
1: research, and that's my point. You cannot. You cannot. Do research on twenty-three fucking children and decide that you want to go tell the nation that we got a crack problem and all the children are crack and they're gonna go to go to school and try to eat their own shit or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what on. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like that's not the, it, anybody who has ever taken a statistics class has ever done any type of science reading knows that you cannot. That not- you yeah, you there's no way that. They, that is acceptable research. At Any other time at the AIDS, when they was just letting motherfuckers do whatever at the expense of the black community. It's at, at, expense exactly. anybody that was smoking crack, really, because what the fuck?
2: <laughs>
1: We're the meth yeah, babies.
2: Exactly.
1: We're the opioid listen. babies. Right. We're they. Opioids,
2: listen, opioids is not being talked about because that shit is affecting us now, and I'm done. But anyway, it only became a big thing because it was affecting us. We all know how that goes.
1: Listen. Yeah, the standard like is hundred. They're full of shit. I was a dumbass. Let's wrap this up, because we're about an hour right. and a half in. <laughs>
2: right. We're an hour and a half in. This could go on forever, due to the fact that I again this this has a lot more to do with, with just the plight on the black community, but that's where it rests at. But it started wholeheartedly from every a lot of people's favorite president, a lot of Republicans' favorite president anyway, turning a blind eye to the detriment of his own country due to the fact that his he wanted his name cemented in the takedown of communism. Um, if you haven't seen this documentary, I implore you to watch it. If you have seen this documentary, please uh, write Talk us, to us about it. How you feel? Yeah,
0: for sure. It's yeah. on Netflix, guys.
2: Yeah, check it out. It's definitely it's definitely a good one. Uh, thanks for everybody that came to our first live. Um, Chris kind of put me on the spot in the group chat because I chose this documentary. And a lot of times I, like, kept it real with them one day. I was like, sometimes y'all be putting me on the spot and I'll just be like, uh, that one, that one, that one. And that's that was one of those times. And so, anyhow, I'm glad that this ended up being a good one. It um, shed a light, yeah. again, we've all seen things about the plight of the black community, but I feel like that this shed a light on a side of the government that we all know exists, but this shit was wholeheartedly proven. All the way down to the fact that the CIA was investigated and it was proven. That they wholeheartedly coerced and uh, coincided with the influx of cocaine into the country illegally. So
1: yep. yeah, I mean I think that was interesting. They had that town hall, and um I think that lady made a very poignant point when they um when she had the mic, and she says, How can you are saying that you are going to have somebody that is on government payroll that probably works at the CIA investigate oh. the CIA? Ah! Ah, investigate the our, cia <laughs> Audrey
0: missed, but that's our that's our Pee uh playhouse fucking trigger word <laughs> um,
1: yeah so i just think it, she made a valid point right like you're gonna have somebody from the cia investigate the cia that's on the cia's payroll and you expect us to trust the results here you expect right. us to trust right. the government and what they're saying happened which miraculously they we're like yeah shit they they fucked up I, yeah. <laughs> they listen and listen and and surprised the fuck out of me Real shit. the CIA was like yeah that shit was fucked up we, we are bad sorry and then we also got a cameo from a very young spry looking Maxine Waters and I was like yes sis you've been on it from day right. one yes, I was like, Man. yes. Um, I'm Maxine Auntie
2: Maxine
1: but yeah, like they up to date, they spent a trillion dollars on this war on drugs, and we obviously are not winning, and dare does not work, and Nancy Reagan is a big ass bitch ass flop.
2: And Laura Bush killed somebody. Ah!
1: The Laura ah! Bush did kill somebody. <laughs> and Herbert Walker <laughs> Bush said, and then HW Bush said there was gonna be no tax, hey, no hey. more new taxes. Hey Kate, And then there were new taxes, and we're then there okay. was still war on drugs. So he lied oh. too. So Reagan lied, and then Bush lied some more, and then Clinton lied, and then got his dick sucked, and then lied about that. And then they kept lying, and then they just kept like letting people sell crack. And then
2: Obama closed Guantanamo Bay. It happened. So anyhow, I, what
1: does it have to do with crack?
0: You don't know me neither. Just, oh clearly, clearly Penrose is just super upset about that part. Like that part right there. Like
1: you just like you want to want like again. go on
0: like a guided tour there, I don't understand. No. Like no. okay, no, you
2: know, <laughs> it's it's a whole different time. We we have to talk about that for real. I I all right. It was meant for the, the 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 most vile people ever, and so to close that down it showed where the political structure was at that time. And so to have a black president, it was like, cool, because he's a black president, but then you close in Guantanamo Bay showed that the political structure in America was really not as tight as we wanted to believe that it was, and this was after 9-11, so
1: yeah. Anyhow. so it was torturing people, and he was like, Ugh. uh, He was like, eh, don't know about the torture part. Uh.
0: It's, <laughs> they in, just- it's in pill form now,
1: Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> <They> kinda- <laughs> 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 but, but, yeah but that's wild it is wild people are definitely decided to do crack like recently and that that's crazy like if, it, if, if this documentary didn't teach you anything it's like crack fucked up a lot of shit there's a generation of people who grew up without parents who yeah. you know who had to raise themselves or yeah. were yeah. shuffled off to relatives or whatever the fuck it was or put into yeah. foster yeah. care like it, mm-hmm. there's nothing in me that wants to fucking try crack like I'm sorry there's nothing in me that's like hey that'd be a good idea Most of us. And that's the thing about it. Like, even if you kind of grew up in a space where it was suburbs or you had a decent life, we all probably know someone that either we lost to this drug violence or somebody that we know that did crack. Like, I had an uncle. That's my mom's only brother. And I'll tell you a a quick story because I know we're, like, running long. But my grandma loved him so fucking much. And it's crazy to me. That was her only boy. And she loved him in spite of every fault that that man has or had or whatever. To the point to where it's like you don't see the the, the bad in him. Like She could only see the good. And I say that. Right. like Crack is horrible in what it can do to a person. Not everybody, but what it can do.
2: Yeah. For sure.
1: He was so high on Crack with a friend of his, that they went to my grandma, and this is when my great-grandma was also alive and living in the house, and then my aunt was probably like a teenager. They went to the house, held my grandma, my great-grandma, and my teenage aunt at gunpoint, demanded my grandma go to the bank, take money out of her account, and then come back and give them the money so that they could go buy drugs. My uncle did this to his own mother and his grandmother. Yeah. So we can sit here and try to divorce what it is, but it affects everybody. Cause I would tell people I, you know, like I didn't grow up in the streets or have some, you know, just tumultuous upbringing, but it affects everybody. Like that man right. did every fucking mm-hmm. thing. Like he hurt my grandma to her core and she let took her last fucking breath on this earth, wanting to see the good in him, wanting right. to see the redeemable qualities. And that is the thing, mm-hmm. like just because a person does drugs, and we see the worst in them, it does not mean that these people deserve to be thrown away, and that there's nothing exactly. redeemable about right. them. Real exactly. Talk.
0: Real talk. Real talk. Yeah. talk. Right, guys. And that's it, because well, it's going to make me was- sad. Was- <laughs> I know. Was- <laughs> well, again, if you guys want to see this documentary, it is called Crack. Ah! Okay, one more time for the road. Um, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Right. And like we said, <laughs> hit us up about it. Um, 42, so fun 000. story, real quick, right? <laughs> real, real quick, fun story. Um, you know the wheel that we have that has all the documentaries that we're gonna do next. When I switch my phone over, haha, they're gone. So if anybody has any suggestions of things that we should do next, let us know, and then we'll have to put something together, together too. So, because I don't know what we're doing next. So, haha. Uh, <laughs> is that
2: documentary on Pee Wee's Playhouse?
0: <laughs> Only if we could find the one on the Ronald McDonald first. I mean, on fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Is it Chuck E. Cheese documentary? Hey, Rose, don't fucking look at me like that. We did a whole this, episode on the really?
1: fucking Chuck E. Cheese. Has oh, so well, yeah, squally's in there. Know, but no, listen, I
0: didn't
1: know oh, they, where they sell the wigs so a piece on DoorDash? Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's real.
0: Listen, because no, no, chili, Chili's
1: so got a right. joint called Just Wings and Jess Slide wings Just Sliders and them wings be hitting. Just delicious, huh? Just fucking delicious. <laughs> so shout out to them uh, trying to diversify in the pandemic. I give it, those are Those good ass motherfucking wings. All right. And well, I know because the bitch loves chicken. I'm
0: Chris. That... And I'm DJ. DJ. I'm DJ. <laughs> Hey, well. <laughs> this has been all backed up and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.